really, uh, I never quit creating things. It's one of the blessings and curses to <laughs> what I do. Welcome to UTR's Green Room Door Podcast. I'm Dave Trout, and we love taking you behind the scenes to give you one-on-one interviews with artists so you can know the heart behind the music. And oh, we are so excited about today's show. Our guest really needs no introduction, but we'll give it anyway. As a member of DC Talk, he's a four-time Grammy Award winner, multi-platinum artist. He's also had a prolific solo career with 18 solo studio albums to his name. Uh, He is also the self-proclaimed black sheep of Christian music. (laughs) I love that. Yes, Kevin Max is our guest right here on this episode of Green Room Door. We are so stoked. We can't wait to dive into this interview. One thing we're going to be spotlighting in the interview is um, the uh, somewhat unofficial release of a project that actually came out in late 2018. Um, Kevin released this somewhat cutting edge futuristic concept album, Romeo Drive. Um, uh, He just put it on digital and streaming only platforms late last year, but without any marketing or fanfare. So um, a lot of people didn't even really notice it if, if you weren't totally tracking what he was up to. Um, and actually, on October 31st, the pre-sale for the very first vinyl pressing of Romeo Drive, sort of the unofficial relaunch of this album, is happening. So we're excited to kind of be a part of spreading the word on it. Um, you can kind of keep your eyes and ears open for uh, the release of that vinyl. Um, and uh, we're also going to, before we dive into the conversation with Kevin, want to give you a taste of some of the music that he's been up to of late. Um, this little song clip comes from his project AWOL, which also released in 2018. This is Half of the Better World. Kevin, this is a thrill for us. Thank you. We're so glad you're part of the podcast today. Hey, man. How you doing? It's good to be here. Yeah, man, we are grateful for your time. I know this has been um, just a crazy season of life for you. Just so much stuff going around. So um, can you just share with us maybe what are some of the things you've been up to of late? Oh, man. Um well, I just continue to uh, create 
my weird brand of music that um, a select group of people love to hear. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> also on the road right now with Newsboys. Um, right, right. Michael Tate, Peter Furler asked me uh, many moons ago to come out on the road with them. And uh, I kind of turned them down the first time. And the second time they asked, I, I thought, you know, this isn't such a bad idea. And uh, here we are on the road singing uh, some of the songs that I've sung on their records over the years and doing a couple of DC Talk songs with Tate, so it's a lot of fun. Um, and then beyond that, obviously, I'm working on a project called Revisiting This Planet with Larry Norman, and uh, we're covering the whole Only Visiting This Planet album. 10% um, of those pro proceeds go to Mike Norman, Larry Norman's son's outreach in Portland, Oregon, and talking to you about Romeo Drive. I'm excited. <laughs> Absolutely. In fact, we're going to be hearing some uh, clips as well as talking about the making of that album in just a bit. Um, before we get to that, if you don't mind first kind of going into the the <laughs> yesteryear machine here uh, and look back on, um, I think most of us discovered your quintessential voice um, through the band DC Talk. So when you... Um, now looking in the rearview mirror, when you think about those crazy years, that decade or so from the late eighties to the late nineties of just nonstop touring. I mean, you literally did it all. You toured the world, you met the Pope, you met Billy, you know, you opened up for Billy Graham, you, you met world leaders. I mean, when you think about the roller coaster ride that you were on, what are the kind of memories that pop out? Like, does it overall feel like um, a blur or does it feel like, do you think about like the struggle and the hardship of it? Or do you think more about the joy and the good times of it? I'm just really interested to know your sort of overall, the overall memories that, that pop up when you think about that era of your career. I mean, DC talk was a, uh, it was a whirlwind um, of, you know, events that just kind of all of a sudden hit us, you know, out of college. I mean, when we started the group in college, it was a few shows here and there uh, that caught on immediately and gave us kind of the confidence to go uh, make a record. And we made the first album in Pittman, New Jersey sent the demo tape out to a bunch of companies and obviously Forefront picked us up. I mean, we were immediately touring the world uh, with DeGarmo and Key and Michael W. Smith and people like this. So um, it happened so fast, strangely, that we never really had time to sit back and, you know, think about it or, I mean, really enjoy it. I mean, we... We uh, we had so many great great times on the road as as brothers. Obviously, um, Jesus Freak being kind of the pinnacle album and tour. Um, I remember you know the acoustic set on the Jesus Freak tour being one of my favorites, just because we were able to to really sing those songs um, with everything stripped back, and and uh, the crowd just really loved that. Um, and then, of course, the production and everything else that we did all the way up through Supernatural was pretty cutting edge for the time. So we were we were definitely one of those bands that pushed it. I mean, we we only competed with the, with the artists that were at the top of the uh, of the heap. I mean, we never really competed with 
with bands in the CCM. We were we were really competing against ourselves to create something that was really unique and that people would love. And um, yeah, those times were just really special. Mm, man, thank you. That's that's great. Um, one of the reasons why you are so respected in the music industry um, by your peers, by fellow musicians, by fans is there's really been nothing conventional about your career, about your artistic choices, about your music in general. Do you view yourself as daring or as a risk taker? Uh, yeah, I consider myself um, an independent artist at, to the full extent of the word independent uh, I've never really done anything that I didn't want to do. Um, very rarely will I acquiesce or, uh, what is the other word that, you know, people like to use, um, you know, sell out or compromise. I, I yeah. kind of do what I want to do and, uh, hopefully it doesn't fall on deaf ears. And that's, um, been my, motto from the very beginning is just to be yourself and so when i create music it's something that i want to hear first and foremost it's the, it's the kind of music that i love right um and i just kind of let my muse take me wherever it goes um obviously i've done a lot of different styles of music over the years it's not something that i plan out it's not something that is strategic where i'm, I'm thinking about oh, the next record i have to make this big band record it's literally just what's you know, enticing to me in the moment. And then I go in my studio and I create it. And for the past probably five albums, I've created all of them in my own studio uh, at my keyboard and on my Logic. Um, you know, Logic is, a, is an interface or an app that, that you use that helps you create the music. And I put them all into files and I send them to uh, a couple of friends that are really, really good at, at, at putting music together, like John Painter, right. uh, yeah. who basically listens to my demos and figures out how to play all the stuff that I played in, on my keyboard with, with um, you know, drums, guitars, bass, everything else. So uh, it's a really great process because I'm able to create what I want in the moment and then send it to somebody that's a much better musician. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, one of the really sort of unexpected, um, somewhat groundbreaking, I I just think it's a mind-bending albums that you released late last year was Romeo Drive. Um, it's sort of getting an official uh, release now because it's being pressed on vinyl for the very first time starting October 31st. Um, that's when the pre-sales start. And... Um, we want to talk to you about that because you didn't really do a lot of interviews or um, marketing for this album. So it's sort of a chance for us to um, really talk about it for the first time with some fresh ears. Um, it's so interesting because it's something totally different, a very, uh, you know, synth heavy um, electro futuristic vibe of an album and before we talk about it here let me play uh, a little clip of the title track crank the switch and i'll come alive take me out for a drive you won't come back this time Elation, 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 Elation,
cybernetic design Punch the code and I'll do the jive Take me out for a drive You won't come back this time I can't say that synth wave music is like my go-to genre, but I love this. It's so fun. If this sounds futuristic, that's a good thing because Romeo Drive is a concept album. And Kevin, I want to know, can you tell me sort of the story arc and the kind of thematically um, where you were going with Romeo Drive? Well, <clears throat> Romeo Drive was uh, really kind of conceptually started with a poem that I'd written um, about, you know, uh, AI or a robot that becomes kind of self-realized uh, and, um, you know, searches for a soul and wonders if he has a soul. Uh, I can't remember the name of the poem. I'd have to go back and look into it. I think it was called 2079. I'm not completely sure. Um, but actually, uh, it, it started with me doing a couple of songs with a with a guy named Christopher Stewart, who is in a band called Service Unicorn, with his brother. Um, at the end of Broken Temples, um, you know, I had a couple of songs with this guy. We had just kind of experimented. I did a cover of Joy Division's, um, and I did a cover of of Gary Newman's, and we had done a poem together called the unicorn and i thought it would be something fun to give you know people that had donated to broken temples at the very end something just completely out of uh you know out of out of the blue and so we gave away these tracks for the people that you know supported broken temples well the uh audience that heard the songs were so into it that i thought man this would be really cool to do a whole album so fast forward to 2018 um i wrote a handful of songs um at my keyboard in my studio at blind thief studios sent them over to christopher stewart and he deconstructed my demos and played his keyboards uh his his synth style on top of the stuff that i created so what you're hearing with romeo drive is essentially everything that i've written it's all my music but chris um played his synths to all my music so basically it's a really great collaboration between me and christopher stewart of service unicorn yeah and a great collaboration it is it uh it has allowed this album to sound so different and fresh and uh, unique, um, which is which is great because even even though um, I don't often listen to this style of music, I'm I am always looking for something different, something unique. I, I like to keep um, a good variety of music in front of me, so this is. Um, fantastic um, stick around we got a lot more of Romeo Drive we want to talk about um, and I just want to um, give a couple of announcements to our listeners um, and one <laughs> I'm kind of counting my chickens before they hatch but um, if, if all of our ducks line in a row here um, uh, you and I Kevin are going to be doing a video interview um, coming up uh, we're going to record it next week, and I think it will um, ed- be fully edited and released 
in uh, the first few days of November. So um, that's right around the corner. We're looking forward to that. Also, um, the pre-release for the vinyl of the album that we're featuring, Romeo Drive, will be available starting on Halloween, October 31st. Um, which is maybe somewhat fitting for a Kevin Max release. So check it out. Starting on on, um, on Halloween, um, we'll be posting links for it. I'm sure you can search it out too, uh, but you can find it at the websites lightintheattic.net or oldbearrecords.com. More conversation with our VIP guest, Kevin Max, still to come on the second half of Green Room Door. We'll be right back. This UTR Media Podcast is brought to you by the debut album of Eden Wilhelm. Household Tales by Eden Wilhelm is a folk-based five-song EP revolving around fairy tales and other oddities. I heard the choir bells and on my knees I You can find Eden Wilhelm now on Spotify and look for UTR's interview with Eden Wilhelm on utrmedia.org. This UTR podcast is sponsored by Debut Album from singer-songwriter Matt Case. And if you need me, you find me right here. If You Need Me by Matt Case features seven songs of honesty, authenticity, and spiritual depth. You can find the new album If You Need Me by Matt Case right now on Spotify and all major music platforms. And look for UTR's interview with Matt at utrmedia.org. This UTR Media Podcast is brought to you by the brand new single, Trail of Tears by Jesse Jack Murray. Even with assimilation, the price would be too steep. For 20-some million acres, all you lay down, you kiss the devil's booty. In the spirit of 60s plus 70s protest folk music, Jesse delivers a thought-provoking performance that calls us to live compassionately toward Native American communities. Trail of Tears by Jesse Jack Murray is released through Renew the Arts and is available now on Spotify, Bandcamp, and all music platforms. Welcome back to Green Room Door. I'm Dave Trout, and our VIP guest today is one of the most iconic voices in Christian music history, Kevin Max. A piece of canvas is only the beginning. Now, I gotta admit, 
it's fun to reminisce a bit and uh, could kind of listen to some of these classic tunes all day long. Um, and <laughs> while that's fun, um, we have Kevin Max hanging out with us right now, and there is some big stuff going on right now. So we're going to jump to the present day, uh, because here in October 2019, um, Kevin, you're teaming up with Old Bear Records to, for the very first time, release your album Romeo Drive on vinyl. It's going to be uh, uh, available for pre-release starting on the 31st of October 2019. Um, which is really exciting. Um, well, at least I think so. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested to know, do you share that um, excitement and joy, you know, just mainly because this might be an opportunity for Romeo Drive to possibly connect with a new audience that hasn't heard it yet? Uh, absolutely. Um, you know, Old Bear and I came together with the idea of making this Larry Norman project happen, um, revisiting this planet. And specifically, I kind of looked through their uh, artists and releases that they had made previous to me, and I saw that they really hadn't done anything in the electronic or uh, synth synthwave world. And I was like, man, a great way to, you know, um, just kind of set up the Larry Norman relationship and our vinyl relationship between artist and, and Old Bear would be to, you know, throw out Romeo and Drive because it. It had been, you know, finished. It had only been released digitally. And so I thought, wow, this could be a really cool way for it to be made physical. I, I, I really never wanted to make it into a CD because I just only wanted it to live in the digital world, being the fact that it was a sci-fi idea. Um, it was mainly electronic music. I just thought, wow, that'd be kind of cool for it just to be digital. But when... Um, you know, I was approached by Old Bear to do Revisiting This Planet. I, I really felt like Romeo Drive would be a very interesting addition to what they were doing as a label. And I'm super excited to see what happens with it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, well, this is actually a good spot. I want to play a little bit of the music of Romeo Drive. And, and actually, um, on uh, the flip side of this short clip... Maybe you can tell us a little bit about the the creation or story behind this song uh, called "Are You a Spirit?" Kick the lights on. See this for what it is. Are you a spirit? Are you a spirit? Are you a spirit? Uh, well, um, <laughs> Are You a Spirit was one of the first songs I wrote, um, after the initial, you know, little thing that, uh, we put out as an EP around the Broken Temples time period. This was one of the first songs that I started writing for the, re the, 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 you know, the remainder part of, uh, Romeo Drive. And Are You a Spirit kind of came to me through a drum loop that I programmed um into my logic and uh i just started with a drum groove and then i went to a bass line and i went to some synths 
and after I got the the shell of the song um, I wrote I started writing lyrics and the idea of it was um, you know the robot Romeo Drive really starting to question if it is all possible for for a uh, artificial intelligence to have a soul and um, the idea of the song came to me you know through the writing the lyrics that this was kind of his theme song it was like you know are you a spirit is saying you know is the, is there a god out there that believes in me does that god give me you know a soul um can i feel that spirit that 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 god has um and is it in living within me um as a human being and as a believer as a christian obviously i believe that the holy spirit is real and um you know when you're a believer you have the opportunity to you know commune with the holy spirit in in certain ways the intriguing question was you know if there is an art, artificial intelligence even if it's like constructed also with with hum, with a human body if the brain is a is a computer is it possible to have a spirit or a soul and wow. um huh yeah so it's a little out there the idea of it's <laughs> a little out there but honestly i was just trying to play around with, with the idea of um could, could a robot become self-realized and if it was self-realized and it, 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 it started questioning who god was and, and what would happen to it after death you know hmm. which is kind of stupid because in a way <laughs> we all know when a robot dies it just kind of like turns off right. or does it <laughs> ah good good one and hey i want to let our listeners know that uh after we say goodbye at the end of today's podcast we're going to play that song, Are You a Spirit, in its entirety. So you can dive into that uh, coming up right, you know, just after we have the outro for today's show. Okay, I just have really one more question for you. And uh, and that is that I know that your calendar is pretty full and you've got a lot of projects and exciting things in the works for the year ahead uh can you tell us about some of the things that you're working on well i mean you know really uh i never quit creating things and um it's one of the probably uh blessings and curses to (laughs) what i do is that i just really never slow down um my brain keeps working I have a hard time sleeping at night because of it. Uh, my wife is just like, why are you, you know, always creating music? She, she loves it, but she, she questions the reason why I do it. And it's more than just a, an exercise for me. It's, it's a way for me to express what's going on in my mind. Um, and so there's always stuff going on. And, I, and I've told many people, um, I try to write at least a song a day if I'm home. So if it's not a song, it's either a poem, it's, it's, um, it's one of the two. And I go up to my studio, Blind Thief uh, Studio, above my garage, which is actually in my home. Um, it's separated from the rest of the house. There's a main house, and then there's a hallway, and it goes up to the studio. Um, it's a really great workspace for me. I sit down at the computer. I sit down at my Novation launch key. 
uh, uh, synthesizer. I get on Logic or Pro Tools and I start writing songs. And so um, I have literally probably four or five albums on my hard drive that uh, I could, you know, get in with a producer and finish up pretty quickly. The idea after the Larry Norman Project revisiting this planet is to go right back into, you know, creating music um, in answer to my last record, which would have been Romeo Drive and AWOL. So um, I've already started writing songs as kind of an answer to AWOL, and I'm thinking about working again with the, the producer for that record, Kieran Kelly, also wanting to write with work with John Painter as well. So it'll be a combination of working with John and Kieran on this next record. Uh, working title right now is called The Killer Apple. Um, I've already got probably six or seven songs written for it, and um, it is definitely an alt-rock, indie, synth kind of vibe, very similar to what was going on with AWOL. So in, in a way, um, the last couple of records, even playing Games with a Shadow kind of has that uh, synth rock uh, vibe and I've been staying on that for a while which is interesting to me because I don't I don't usually stay on one style for quite some as long as I have uh, now so maybe I finally come into my style I know, I know what I like now it's, I'm not trying to chase other things although you know uh, this week coming up I'm singing um, a Christmas tune with my buddy Michael Tate and it's definitely like classic uh, strings, you know, big band era. So that's happening too. Uh, but yeah, there's lots of things up uh, coming up in the future for me musically. Um, you know, God willing, I just continue to do what I want to do and, and have fun doing it. And then, of course, you know, I have to get out there and 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 make money happen. And, and, and uh, you know, the job for me is getting out and performing in front of people. That That is a job. That's a J-O-B. Um, but, you know, my real passion is, is uh, creating music, and I hope I can continue to do that. Oh, man, that was a blast. Oh, how fun... Um, really, it was our first interview, first conversation with Kevin Max, and um, we're so excited for the uh, somewhat re-release, <laughs> also sort of kind of the unofficial first release of Romeo Drive. Uh, it is being pressed on vinyl for the very first time by Old Bear Records. It's going to be available for pre-orders starting on Halloween, October 31st. Now, get this, for you guys you have a chance to win that vinyl lp and it is a limited edition vinyl for free Um, in fact we have two chances for you to win the first chance is coming up in just a few days in fact on october 30th we're going to be launching a a new contest at our website utrmedia.org where you can enter to win Um, for that vinyl LP. Also, we're going to be doing a special contest on October 31st for folks that are actively sharing the links on social media. Um, So two chances for you to win the Romeo Drive limited edition vinyl LP from UTR Media and Old Bear Records. We're thrilled to do that. 
Um, also, if uh, the stars align, we'll be recording a, a video interview with with Kevin. We'll uh, be hanging out. It'll be a little more cash, and we have a different set of questions we're going to ask him. Um, and so, and that should be releasing to the public in just the first few days of November. So a lot of Kevin Mack stuff on the horizon that we're excited about. Okay, question for you. What would you say are the best faith-based albums for the whole decade of the 2010s? Well, our critics panel uh, have helped us to put together a list uh, that we will be revealing in early November. Keep your eyes open for it. And then the next Gourmet Music podcast uh, will be featuring uh, selections of some of the albums that made our list. Our next Green Room Door is going to be featuring an interview with Taylor Linhart and Jess Ray, who have now formed the band called Mission House. Ah, it's going to be great. Until then, I'm Dave Trout. Green Room Door is a production of UTR Media, an independent, listener-supported, nonprofit ministry in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and online at utrmedia.org. Don't go anywhere. The full song of Are You a Spirit by Kevin Max is coming up next. Past days of tension Living in this Reprehension I have no concept If this is real It doesn't feel like it It doesn't feel like it Switch on the lights and feel my way outside Are you a spirit? Are you a spirit? Are you a spirit? Oh, oh, oh Are you a spirit? Are you the spirit? Floating through this Field of dead flowers See my head dip low All my transgressions Nights of derision Felt an imbalance Kick the lights on See this for what it is Are you a spirit? It doesn't feel like it, 
it doesn't feel like it Kick on the lights Feel my way outside 